Welcome back. This is episode 11 of my podcast. I have a very, very awesome guest on today. Uh, he's my friend Jeff. We met it so far. How's it going, Jeff? I'm good, man. Good. Cool, Excited to, cool. Thanks to for, uh, today. Dude, thanks for coming on here, man. It's I think it's been like in the works to have you on this for a little bit now, I feel like. Yeah, and I've and I've I love doing <laughs> I love doing podcasts. <laughs> I just think they're fun. I think it's fun to like have a purposeful conversation. And yeah. um I always I enjoy listening to podcasts, so um Same. yeah, as soon as I noticed you were you were doing this, I was like, "Oh, I got to find a way onto Max's show." So <laughs> glad to yeah. hear that and glad to hear is this your first time doing one or have you been on another one before um i've done a few mostly violent crime related so um the one i've been on a couple times is uh the indecent exposure podcast with uh kevin mcmahon he's great um oh and yeah we did we did like the underbelly hours um we did uh that's right i did listen yeah, to that i forgot we did, like ox populi um, so we've done like kind of the, the, the podcast you got to do when you're in the Chicago music scene. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And then mine's just like a platform. I bring like creatives and artists and people that do cool stuff on here. Hence why you're on here. Um, so I'm excited to have you on. Um, there's, we have a lot to talk about in this episode. Um, Jeff is working on a solo project right now. That we're gonna go over. Um, I met Jeff through his band Violet Crime through So Far. For those of you that don't know, uh, so we're gonna talk about Violet Crime a little bit, and uh, we got some TikTok stuff to talk about. Um, <laughs> Jeff turned himself into a character, and I'll, I'll let him talk about that. So uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a, gonna be a fun one. Um, yeah. So I mean, wow, we met. How long ago was that that we met it so far? I mean, I feel like we were definitely like, and I think this goes, I think a lot of people in like the music and performance scene in Chicago, like you're kind of like internet friends before you meet. So I feel like we yeah. had an internet relationship. I think we and did. And then uh, we met, I believe, for the first time officially uh, when Violet Crime did a filmed So Far Sounds concert, yeah. and obviously yeah. you were there, so we, we finally got... And I remember being like, oh, hey, nice to finally meet you. It wasn't like... Yeah. You know, it was like, yeah. it had been a long time coming, and uh, I can't remember... It was in like a yoga studio. Um, it was a weird... It was a weird one. It was like a yoga studio that was like downstairs. I remember like walking down into something. It was, uh, <laughs> I just remember, it was really hot in there the whole time, which happens at So Far yeah. shows because it's, like, usually packed to way more than than a room can hold. But then we, like, halfway through the night found out that one of the air units had been on heat the whole time and wasn't putting air conditioning <laughs> out. So <laughs> we were like, well, of course, everybody's just, like, drenched in sweat. So it's pretty uncomfortable. But, uh, yeah, you we, um, we did, uh, you recorded us doing Valerie um yeah like one of our main covers <laughs> and uh and that was the first time we met so i think it's funny because you guys played valerie so much and then i think at that show or a show after you guys were like guys this is a special performance the last time we played valerie and then i went to a lincoln hall show of yours and then you played, played valerie. valerie there again i was like this is not the last time <laughs> it's one of those things that like you just get sick of it as a band because you're doing it all the time. <laughs> but like, 
people like most people do not come to all your concerts and usually someone is seeing you for the like the first second or third time at most so like Mm-hmm. It's they're not sick of hearing Valerie, and it's a good song. <laughs> but we kind of were, but yeah, people like you <laughs> kept asking for it. We got you can't <laughs> not play Valerie. It's like a staple cover, so we'll probably play it once shows are back. So, and I feel like uh, I also I kind of feel like the people that like there's people that can relate to it is what I'm trying to say, I guess. And so they know the lyrics, so they're able to sing along. So it's a good like attention grabber, I guess. Um, and it's also for people that don't know. Uh, how many? Tell them how many people are in your band and what your band is made up of. There's so there's five core members, but we have an ensemble of three additional members who play like mm-hmm. horns, keys, and backing vocals. So there's like sometimes mm-hmm. eight of us on stage. It's pretty crowded. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the first time I saw eight of you on stage. I m- I met you guys I think at the Sovar, but I saw eight of you in at the Lincoln Hall show. Right. Yeah, that sounds right. Unless you were at. Yeah, I'm having trouble remembering. It must have been that summer that that So Far show was. I think the first time we ever did the full ensemble was at our album release show at the Bottom Lounge. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was June of 2019. Um, And then pretty much every show after that, we had the the ensemble, except for our last show before lockdown um, at the Beat Kitchen, um, which was like... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we didn't have them there. Um, I forget why exactly. I think it was honestly like the stage was too small. We were like, it's probably just not going to work. And I think we just wanted to do, do just the Smaller. just the the core group again. But um, um, yeah. Uh, that so far show was was pretty interesting. We I feel like I feel like every so far show we did, we gained a couple more fans. And like especially yeah, that sure. one. Like if you look that um, and like not to toot our own horn here, but like compared to a lot of filmed so far as our our valerie video has like a lot of views um it does it does <laughs> so, i noticed pretty that. cool yeah yeah that was uh it feels rewarding when videos get a lot of views like that like for me for you guys and obviously for so far it feels rewarding and i think just getting views on youtube mm-hmm. is well, a rewarding and like feeling. the bigger artists when they do so far obviously their videos get a lot of views but like you know smaller local right. artists like it's kind of just like Hit, there's so many of them that obviously they're not all gonna mm-hmm. blow up but like ours had a decent amount and i think that's probably just because like we were we probably shared it a lot um because mm-hmm. we were really proud of it i think it turned out really well so yeah and how long how long has violet crime been around oh man there are many many uh different opinions on that <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> there were just like many phases like i think like our first show with selena um was at martyrs and that would have been i think that was july of 2018 so coming up on three years now um but obviously she had been like rehearsing with us prior but that was the first show with her um but Mm -hmm. the band had been kind of puttering around for (laughs) geez i want to say almost a year before that like there was like there basically like could I talk about how we formed as a band? It's kind of a long story, yeah, but for sure. I guess now is probably sure. the time to get into it. Um, Now's the time to dive in. So it started from, um, I, I had like this, Ke- Ke- Kevin and I were like college roommates. Um, and, mm-hmm. and he kind of, he learned guitar like pretty quickly in college for someone to just pick up the guitar. You know, he, he was a drummer and 
he is still a drummer and like you know was pretty pretty competent musician but just like picked up the guitar in college which is pretty neat um so when i was doing like my singer songwriter stuff in college uh he would perform with me um he would he would just like just two acoustic guitars which looking back is just like so basic but that's what we did um (laughs) so then we continued living together after college uh and i don't know i just i got into the full-time job thing and like kind of was trying to do the the singer songwriter thing but didn't really know what i was doing and like I, you know I, I had actually joined another band as a drummer but that was more of like mm-hmm. a cover band thing so it's kind of different um but uh casey our bass player is the co-founder of a startup company in chicago called Packback, and they host uh they were hosting a monthly like open mic basically and Casey and I were friends from college. We were in the same uh, business fraternity in college, and and I, I and I had also interned at his company. So I you know I was connected with him, and he's like, oh, you should come like just play this open mic. So um, one night, Kevin and I went out there, just played a few songs, like mostly just like covers, and uh, <laughs> Casey like approached <laughs> us after after our set and was like, so like, do you guys play a lot of shows? <laughs> we were like <laughs> we were like no <laughs> like, no we don't play any shows like he's like oh okay like like you guys have a band name we're like no like what no like he I, it was funny that he just thought we were so much more than we were it was kind of flattering but he was like oh like, we should like we should like start a band like we play some shows like he was like real casual about it and we were kind of like why not let's see let's try it out like you know yeah. he started a company maybe he can start a band um <laughs> so yeah it was really like you know he, he seems to really have a, a vision here so let's try this out and it was just the three of us for a bit just kind of like jamming and like not really knowing what we were doing and then um for sure but all the while um kevin and i were kind of like fanboys of our guitar player tom who was not in the band yet because i had I, I had gone to high school with tom and we were oh, like in the I jazz see. program and stuff at at our high school together so like we knew each other and we're friends from that um and uh you know he was just i mean he's just one of the best guitar players like i've ever met so we would yeah, watch his instagram sure. and like kevin would always be like god that guy's just so good at like like it was just like a thing we did and then i remember one day i was like should we see if he wants to maybe be in our band and then kevin was like well, i won't want to but yeah we could ask him so so i sent him a message i was like hey when do you graduate like we'd really like you to like jam with our band and like he had a year left before graduating and then i remember we waited patiently for a year and then i messaged him another year later i was like did you graduate he's like yeah i was like you want to come jam and he's like yeah and then that was it so <laughs> it was like pretty like it was pretty bam 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 um and then uh and then at the same open mic that Casey's company was hosting, um, Selena performed one night that we all happened to be there. And it was funny because she was there strategically for business. Like she was she was there trying to win Casey's company as a, as a client of her company. She's a, <laughs> she's a consultant. And she figured like, oh, I'll, I'll come and sing and like, you know, kind of build this relationship. And then she ended up yeah. just joining the band, uh, <laughs> uh, and I don't think she ever won the account. But she, 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 
she uh you know joined the band um after after you know some it took some convincing and some conversations to 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 officialize it but you know eventually we got her and um and then yeah so we you know we had played a few shows prior to her being in Mm -hmm. the group but i don't even think we were going by the name violet crime we had some band names we were working under that were just really bad and uh and (laughs) it was really not until until she joined that i think we like kind of became and it's weird because she performed at our release show but we had recorded all the music prior to her being in the group so like all the like the cover art like she's not on it but she was like performing at the release show so it was yeah it was quite a journey and uh and that's how it went do you think the pod do you think the podcast can know what those band names were (laughs) so yeah so uh I guess, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so Casey had gone out west, just like on vacation one weekend, and he had done this like tour of like a bunch of like abandoned railroads, and all these abandoned railroads had really cool names, and like they all made pretty cool band names. Like one was like Empire Builder, and one was Red River <laughs> Limited, and one was something like all these like kind of cool Empire Builder yeah. sounds kind of neat um yeah and uh and we went with we were and back then we were going for like which is so we were going for like a folk roots rock sound which is obviously not at yeah, all yeah you, you think you told me that once before yeah but we went with the band name red river limited um that's actually kind of cool I, we <laughs> thought so too and then we quickly realized that we were like ignorant men and that red river had just some like so the women the, the women in our lives were like that's kind of a weird band name. We were like, "Why?" And then they and then they explained it to us, and we we're like, "Oh my god, we feel like such idiots." So we we're like, "Okay, we need a new band name." So so very oh, very funny. thankful to um, Casey's wife Jessica, and also my ex girlfriend who went out of her way to tell me that my new band name sucked. <laughs> yeah, that happened. There's obviously nothing like. Um like offensive or derogatory about right, that it's just like right. mostly embarrassing yeah. <laughs> so, so that's yeah right. and now you're now you're violent crime and now now people are apparently searching violent crime and there's getting all that is happening with it right to it's my a double-edged sword because it's very like it's it's hard to like it's it catches you that band name yeah it does but it's also so frequently mispronounced and misspelled that it's kind of frustrating <laughs> like i have uh, this one is it, but we ha- we have a so far poster where it was where it was mispronounced <laughs> or mis misspelled, and it was like damn it, like violent um, crime, you know what? Uh, I mean, what did we expect? So. <laughs> I mean, I, can, yeah. I I'm gonna be honest, like I can't not think of violent crime when I hear it. Like that's the first thing that comes to mind. Then I'm like, no, I know it's violent crime, so I have to like correct it in my own head. But it's kind of funny. It makes it kind of a funny name in a way at the same time. Well, and then, like, people, whenever you tell someone, you have to, like, it's like, oh, what's your band name? People ask me this at work, and I'm just like, Violet Crime. I have to, like, really, <laughs> like, enunciate it, because, like, people are like, what did that guy just say? Um, so, that's what, you know, it's really funny, Max, is uh, a couple days ago, I got a notice. So, 
the funny thing is like violet crime is not active on twitter at all like we're really weird yeah for that reason. yeah like, we're really active on instagram we have a pretty good following on instagram but twitter we have like 70 the, followers yeah. versus like 3,000 on instagram and i got a tweet somebody tagged us in a tweet that said it was just some random person that i didn't know and he said today i thought to myself there's probably a band called violet crime so i searched it and i found you guys paper queen is a great album i'm a fan cool and i was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) kind of funny like this person just like just like subconsciously came to the conclusion that somebody must have used that as a band name and uh and then just searched it and found our band (laughs) (laughs) isn't that funny wait that's what the heck that is so yeah oh my god it's pretty bizarre wait so does i guess i'm I guess I have, I think I searched violent crime on Google one time and it was like, did you mean violent crime? And like, there's like pictures on Google that have like, that you just like shouldn't be looking at or something. Like, I haven't honestly clicked images, but I think someone told me that one time. Yeah. You have to like, it's like, did you mean this? It's like, no. And then, and then you get the real, then you get the real search results. Yeah. Bad SEO. We yeah. don't have good SEO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it makes for a comedic, uh, comedic aspect. It does. Um, yeah, it does. So what I guess kind of like you guys have obviously been like to backtrack a little bit. Um, terrible segue, but uh, to backtrack, <laughs> what have you guys been doing during like lockdown? Because I mean, I know a lot of bands had like their thing they were doing. People like recording virtually. Uh, people were like making videos virtually, which I think I saw you guys do a couple of. Um, yeah, kind of like what what were you guys doing as a band? Because I know you guys were pretty like separated during quarantine, obviously. Yeah. Um, so we have been recording new music this whole time mm-hmm. uh, at Rax Tracks Studios mm-hmm. in Chicago with a producer named Noam Wallenberg. Yeah, I love Noam. Really He's cool awesome. Guy. We met. Yeah, we met him at the the Lincoln Hall show because um, he was he was playing in and like producing Secret Bad Boy, who was also on that show. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so. So we've been recording with him. Yeah, we didn't do any of the, like, virtual concerts mm-hmm. or, like, we didn't rush to, like, put out quarantine content. It just wasn't, you know, I'm not sure exactly why. Personally, I, like, I think, like, a lot of people just, like, went into survival mode once lockdown happened and <laughs> was just too too anxious and, like, preoccupied with the gravity was what was going on in the world to like be creative. Right. Um, and, and, and I feel a little weird saying that cause you know, I, I was lucky enough to like remain employed mm-hmm. through, through the pandemic. Um, sure. but it was still just like, it's when you're just surrounded with constant uncertainty, it was just really hard for me to like be productive and creative. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I I can't speak for the rest of the band, but I would imagine that they would probably say something similar. But mm-hmm. we did kind of like it was weird because we had started making plans to record pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. and then like once the pandemic hit, we were like, well, we might as well still like do this. Um, so you know, the studio had some COVID like restrictions and guidelines, but we made it work, and we have uh, we have like a couple songs that are done. Oh, cool. We have a couple that are in the works, and then we have one that is um, sort of in the demo phase. Oh, sick. Uh, and then we plan to do at least one more 
um and kind of this will be a collection Mm -hmm. that uh will release at some point yeah oh that's awesome because i i gotta be honest like i go to i can to this day like i probably go at least like a couple times a week to the violet crime spotify and just i'll like hit that heard you like the rolling stones and just like jam out and like i'll hit some of the uh some of the og songs on the earlier albums and just jam out like they're those are just songs like there's certain songs i feel like have a certain time attached to them those ones don't they're like any day any like you just go in you can jam it's like they're i just love listening to violet crime spotify personally and um, that's awesome man thank you I yeah that. and i just like being an active listener on there makes me want more music so i'm seriously like not even just because we're friends i'm actually really excited for the new music to come out oh cool yeah i i am too um it's you always forget <clears throat> how long it takes to do that yeah um and like you know right now we have we've had a couple songs that have been done for a while mm-hmm. but we want to do music videos and it's like, okay, well, we're not going to release the song until we have the music video done. And it's like videographers are getting busy and it's like, once the video's done, you know, there's just so many things that have to happen mm-hmm. um, before you put the tune out. So we're, I'm eager as hell to, to start releasing. Um, and I, I'm really, you know, I'm really proud of what we've done and what we're currently working on. And mm-hmm. I think it is going to, I, I think it's just like, a whole order of magnitude above <clears throat> what we've done in the past. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not just saying that it really is. It really is uh. better songwriting, I think from the band and just, um, uh, a different approach. I think, I think, to I think you guys are all, process. I think you guys are all warmed up to each other a little more now too. And you like know each other better. So that probably I would imagine helps in the process too. And I think we're, like, down to be a little more experimental. Like, right. I think we were really trying to, like, make really consumable hits, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> per se. Yeah. And now I think there's, like, a little more, like, nuance and weirdness yeah. to music. That That's I, cool. That people, I, I'm confident, will like. So. Oh, I'm so excited. I cannot. I'm so anxious. <laughs> Me too, man. I'm um, stoked. Yeah. So I remember, I guess to use that as, like, a segue, because I remember uh, during so kind of two things here so this goes into like the second and third topic but let's go over the second one so um the beginning maybe midway through quarantine i think or towards the end i think you were messaging me uh trying to figure out the solo project things you were like i'm trying to do a solo project i want to promote it and then you were like hey it's only about this tiktok and like how can i promote it on there and all that and then that turned into a whole nother thing we'll get into that in a little bit um but yeah what what's happening with the solo projects i guess i didn't really talk to you much about that after that day i don't really know like what i didn't even know about it till you told me and this is gonna be fresh information for everybody (laughs) yeah dude uh i i don't know i just i you know aside from being like a vocalist in this band like i still consider myself like a songwriter and instrumentalist and really wanted to like I had done a solo project before in college that went absolutely nowhere because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and now having like been really experienced what it's like to like really do a project and kind of sure. put everything into it, um, I wanted to, I just wanted to like see what I could do. Um, yeah, and I had not? some ideas that just like we're not going to be Violet Crime songs. Like it's just a very different thing. Uh, and that's okay. Um 
but I, I still wanted to like put it out into the world. So, um, I, yeah, I didn't, you know, I felt like I had built up enough contacts to kind of find someone to record with. And, you know, I had started again, kind of made internet friends with, um, Kat and Tony Baker from the band Broken Robots. Mm -hmm. And they had started sort of promoting their, like, uh, their production services like they were recording bands that. and and i know that you know i knew they were all pretty much self-produced too and they, they make great music so uh and they seemed like cool people and um yeah i, I just hit them up one day and was like i want to i, I kind of want to come record some music with you guys what 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 would that look like so um i started doing that it was weird. I, I started kind of planning it like September, October of like mm-hmm. 2020. So like kind of halfway through quarantine. Um, and then it got so, the pandemic got so bad that I had started recording tunes with them. Mm-hmm. And then I took like five months off from going to the studio mm-hmm. because rates were so bad. That yeah. My, my, my bubble and like my roommate and I were like, we're really like, bringing it down and it was just like and thinking about like they're you know i just don't know you just don't know like like who everybody is it was just like a safety measure it was like listen like i i, I don't want to you know put you guys in danger um and and i'm trying to protect myself and my friends 100 percent. So, so i had to take some time off which was really disappointing because i liked hanging out with them and, and i really wanted to record music but you got to do what you got to do. Safety first. So, Safety yeah, first. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, we're back at it. Two songs done. I just got the masters back, and um, and uh, yeah. So, um, but like, yeah, the project is is um, I love like I'm a big fan of. Uh, I don't know how much you listen to Corey Wong. I actually from, don't know who Vol- that is from from Wolfpack. So, so you know Wolfpack, who's yeah. like a you know I you know. Me and the people in Violet Crime are big fans of Wolfpack. Corey Wong is like the guitar player from Wolfpack. Okay, okay. One of them. And he and he has like a pretty dope solo project. But the cool thing is like he like kind of writes the songs and produces them. Sure. But there's always there's always a featured artist, whether it's a you know, a vocalist or or a pianist or something. He's just like always collaborating. And it's like that looks really cool. Like I would really like to like just like write and record songs and then just like invite people that I know and admire to come and like fill the spaces yeah, for where, sure. I, where I see that. So, um, so that's what I did. You know, I kind of like, uh, recorded, um, recorded two songs. I'm probably going to, I'm not probably definitely going to do more. Um, not just going to release two songs. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but yeah, I've got two done now and, and I, um, they both have, you know, different collaborators on them so one of the tunes um just a couple of my buddies uh that i've played music with for a couple years just like who are my friends um they recorded like bass and and lead guitar on a tune that's kind of like a rock and roll like a heavy hit and rock and roll tune uh and then i have a more like folk pop song um and i have a uh a guest violinist on that tune and I'll, I'll keep her name uh anonymous hush for now um but once once it's announced i think people will will be 
will will be interested in 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 that so um yeah and and the plan is you know definitely to keep doing some songs it's just like it's hard when you i don't really have the means to do like three days a row yeah three days in a row in the studio like i work full-time so i need to like do this in the in the weeknights for sure and the weekends and like you know they have other clients too so um it happens slowly uh and then also uh just for you know a couple of reasons i i had to do the drums somewhere else uh so i went and recorded the drums with a dude named john terry and john terry produced splits oh splits his last record okay and um he's also produced will met in the past he's done uh um oh shoot i'm forgetting their name uh it's uh uh joyful oh joyful. yeah i know joyful he, i know them yeah so um so yeah you know john terry's got a pretty pretty dope like drum recording rig in his house so i went and just like tracked some drums there did you know i was a drummer i don't know if you do uh, uh, i don't think i knew that no yeah uh yeah so i That's like went did, you know tracks of drum kit there how long, so, how long um, have you or i guess how long have you been playing drums it was like pretty much my first instrument like i i wanted to play percussion in in band in school mm-hmm. and i in order to do that you had to take piano lessons which i also was really stoked about i took piano for lessons sure. as a kid for, yeah. for several years but i was in percussion and band all through school and like in high school and then was like on the drum line at illinois state where oh I went to. that's right so like that's right you're on the it's drum weird line. like yeah. i primarily think of myself as a like a drummer <laughs> but i've just become a singer because of just kind of what happened yeah crime. 100%. Like, so, so it's been cool to that's been the other cool part about the solo project is like getting to play drum that again, always so. happens to my vocalist friends like they're always like oh yeah i've been a guitarist my whole life and then they're like but yeah now i'm the vocalist in this band like i feel like the vocalist always comes from the person that's just like yeah i'll take the vocal position <laughs> like you just and it's like i was a singer before but i i was never a terribly confident singer and like felt like i had a lot to improve on i never had any like formal training or anything so um i did take you know once once the band started picking up i took a few lessons and now i think i've you know definitely improved over the years but you know there was a time in my life when people did not like to hear me sing it's Uh, a it's a grueling thing though honestly like having people like especially what you just said people didn't like to hear you sing like that's that's like the worst feeling too and on top of it like i'm already like just doing this podcast i'm already like in my head about my own voice like oh my god other people are gonna hear this how's this gonna sound and i'm like why am i even thinking that you know nobody cares they they hear it regularly (laughs) anyway but it's a very intimate part of yourself because you can't change it and it's just like very vulnerable and as you know like you don't sound the same way in your head that you do to other people yeah and you have a great singing voice i'm like surprised that people like even went there back then that's kind of weird (laughs) <laughs> thank you me too <laughs> people are mean when you're young uh but i also definitely like was a probably a, a crap singer at one point <laughs> and like i don't want to uh minimize like how much work i i put in yeah you've like, so much getting good like i i i worked on singing like throughout all my teen and college years like either like with a purpose or without one um yeah you know so that yeah that's the thing and you know this as a as a creative that like sometimes people imply that like you're just like good at things but like you actually busted 
Yeah. But to get good and you put a lot of work in and it's like, well, like you think I'm just like good at this, but like I've worked my whole life at this. So like, you know, you know it's like, it takes, it sometimes it just like takes hard work. So yeah, yeah. it's not an overnight victory. No. So I guess with all that said, like you've put in all this work. So does that feel like it's a kind of like a, like a, I don't know the word I'm looking for, like a big, like a whole thing of like what you've worked on all these years in this solo project kind of like coming together or is it different just because you're having different people on it like what it i guess how does that tie into the solo project i guess is my better question i don't know i mean i'm definitely like applying all of the things i've learned from playing in bands and like just playing instruments and playing different instruments and and learning from different artists and producers, you know, like Violet Crime has had a few different producers and they've all taught me different things about thinking about recording music and writing songs. And I feel like I'm like actively applying all that stuff mm -hmm. while also there's also a part of me that's like, okay, now I have like a way that I really want to do this. And this is my opportunity to like, just Shine. just do it my way, you know? Yeah, so. for sure. That's cool. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what's to come of the solo project, honestly. Yeah, I um, I'll send you, I'll send you a sneak peek. Ooh, all you right, can, can all right. One. Yeah, I'm excited. It's uh, yeah, because it, it was like, yeah, like you said, halfway through quarantine, when we first started talking about it. So, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to hear who even the violinist is and just everybody involved. I know it's, I know it's gonna. That's another cool thing. I, at least personally, like speaking from my own uh, experience, like when you are working on something on a larger scale, and then you have like your own little thing on the side. So for instance, for me, like my bigger thing is like my U bigger YouTube channel that has like over a thousand subscribers. But my little thing is this podcast that has like 73 subscribers. So I'm always like in my head, I'm always like, all right, it's cool to see like what's going to hit that doesn't hit on my other channel. Or I'm like, maybe I'll make one video that'll be like 30 views. And for some reason, this one podcast I do for some reason will have like 7,000 views or something. Like I always like think about that in my head. And I don't know if that's like something you think about too. Like you're like, ooh, maybe this like solo thing could hit different than something in violent crime maybe this violent crime thing like do you think like that or is that just like me personally so with the solo stuff my um attitude has been like i'm not at all thinking about how it will be like received like it's mm -hmm. literally just like all about just making something that i'm proud of and yeah that i feel like um came from me right and and kind of accepting that it might not be as popular but that's why it's a a solo project and you know we're really making sure like violet crime stuff is, is gonna like is gonna be pushed yeah so yeah so um and it's kind of funny like I, I believe it hasn't been fully i haven't decided and i guess i'm the only one who needs to decide but i think like my ep name for the solo project is going to be um the no apologies tour oh that's cool <laughs> which is like kind of some symbolic of that of like i'm not doing this it's just because like everything that comes out of this is just solely because i wanted it that way and it's not really like i'm trying to it's... um like be marketable or trendy or anything yeah it's all for fun i like that I, I like that. I think that's where you have the most fun with stuff, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I've, like, I guess I've said this before about, like, the reason I bring up the views thing and why I like it, though, is because, like, I feel like when stuff gets views, you get more opinions and you get to hear, like, other people's thoughts on it more than something that doesn't have views. So it, like, kind of, like, gives you perspective. Like, 
Um, and that's why I like getting a lot of views and stuff. Cause then someone will be like, Oh, you know, like, Hey, your podcast, you did this wrong. You should switch that. And I'm like, mm. Holy cow. I never thought of that. Like, thank you. Sure. You know? Um, but I, it's probably different with music. I'd imagine. Yeah. It's like a little less direct. Yeah. Like you get a comment on a YouTube video and it's like, Hey, you should try that. Like, like with the music stuff, you kind of have to like dig into the data and figure out what's working <laughs> and like almost like make assumptions and stuff i've always wondered why did you start another channel for your podcast like why didn't you just take advantage dude of the oh my god i've put different content on my main channel before and i get personal text messages from friends that are like hey hey you what what are you doing hey hey take that off your channel like what what like what really? are you doing yeah like i've i did that like over quarantine I think I got, like, five text messages from different friends and, like, Snapchats from people being like, yo, like, stop right now. You, you're on a whole different track. Like, you need to, like, stay in your lane, buddy. Like, skate videos only. <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa. Like, and then wow. so, someone, like, gave me the whole, like, niche breakdown. They were like, you're in a skateboarding niche. Like, you need to stick with that. That's, like, your channel. And if you do anything else, people are not going to like it. And I'm just telling you that for the good of you so that people don't rag on you even more. And I'm like, wow. whoa. Like, after that, I took it, like, really personally. So I'm just like, all right, I, this it's going to be on another channel. You can subscribe to it if you want. Don't have to subscribe. But it's going to be there. And <laughs> it's there for you. So, like, it's funny because I'm subscribed to another YouTuber that, like, his content's all over the place. He'll make, like videos talking about other people he'll make videos where he's playing games with his friends he'll make podcast videos he'll make videos of him like just talking about stuff he's doing in his daily life like so i'm like there's people out there that do it but Who for some, it? uh he's like this bigger youtuber his name is uh his real name is charlie but his channel's name is penguin zero okay um he has like i think six seven million subscribers okay. um but it's funny because i'm like people like him do it but then when i do it People like, hey, hey, Buster. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I think, so, I don't know, I have a couple, like, differing opinions on that. I think there's, like, part of me that, if I were you, I'd feel, like, grateful that, like, someone gave me that honest feedback, because that means, like, people do care. Like, they want your content to succeed. Yeah. Um, but also, it's, like, there's part of you that probably wishes people are into the content because it's you're making it, regardless of what Right, it is. yeah. So yeah. it probably hurt a little bit to, like, hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing because like i always i have this weird barrier in my i don't know if this is in my head and you might deal with this too but like for me at least like when i'm making stuff i'm like people a lot of people that are subscribed to this channel i've like either met or like they know me through the internet in some way or another or like through tiktok they know me in some fashion or form enough to know that i'm into cameras and skateboarding so it's like or editing so it's like if you know that's what i'm into personally then why don't you appreciate it when you see it on the internet? But yet, when we're in person hanging out, you're like, wow, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it's like, why does that not, like, translate on the internet? But in person, it's like, wow, this is the best thing in the world. You know what I mean? It's like, where's the, <laughs> like... Where's the disconnect? Yeah. yeah. That is strange. Um, I don't know. I also think, like, different platforms do... Are, have different rules like unwritten rules like i think tiktok is probably different from youtube in that and that a lot of tiktokers can make really different things yeah for sure um and and people enjoy it like I'm trying to think of like people on tiktok that i follow who who i enjoy um 
it's actually now that I think about it, most of the people that I regularly watch on TikTok make a make a very specific kind of niche content. Um, but I don't know. I I I'm not sure what to say about that. It's just that's just like man, the that's how the algorithm AI yeah. just like kind of <laughs> yeah. rules the world a little bit, you know? It's, like it kind of stifles your freedom. It does. It doesn't it like I kind of went to sleep the other night thinking about this. I'm like, I might just try it one more time, one more time of putting some other stuff out there. Cause like I have felt limited lately on my channel and I was listening to a Twitch stream last night with this YouTuber. He has like 3 million subs and he was on with another YouTuber that has like 200,000 subs. And they were both talking about how like they just kept doing different things in their channel to see what works and people end up appreciating what you enjoy the most. And that's what they found out through making random stuff and i'm like it kind of felt good hearing that from them like maybe i should try it again so i'm taking that as a sign to try it again even though i'm not one to be like oh this is a sign like i'm just Mm -hmm. gonna like one more try i get a one hate comment i'm done i'm just like skate channel only because i do have a camera channel that has like 19 subscribers and i have a youtube help channel with like 48 subs or something like that so Mm -hmm. i have it sectioned off now but um at the end of the day like it just depends on your like thumbnail and what you put out there and like what the view who the viewer is it's all about like targeting your audience so right um i guess kind of i can go on and on about that um (laughs) but i guess kind of like segueing off of that kind of back to what you were saying with uh tiktok let's let's freaking dive into the clint talk world and let's do it talk about it because i that was this is a i've been telling a lot of friends this story actually lately um i've been showing them your i've shown probably about like 10 different friends your tiktok lately um i remember it it was an interesting thing because when you were starting your solo project you had messaged me and you were like hey what should i do on tiktok and i was like just i think i told you i was like just look at other musicians tiktok see what they're doing like i was like people like weird stuff that you would not even like think of just like even if it doesn't have to do with music, like make it, make some like random stuff. And you were making, I think you made some music stuff at first, or you made like some stuff you jam. And then I think I saw like a split screen video of you guys, like that you guys put together with like, uh, it was, I don't remember who you put, you put together like a split screen video of like a Green Day song or something like that. Yeah, Claire from Splits. That's and right. And myself, we did a cover, we did a, we did Sugar Going Down by Fall Out Boy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Follow up, that's what it was. And then uh, you made some other stuff, and then all of a sudden, this Clint character came about, which is, I had no idea where that even came from, but I was like, all of a sudden, I think you texted me, or I saw it, or... So how many views did that first one get? And talk about who Clint is and where this came about, too. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I had, like, grown to appreciate TikTok, like, last summer... I kind of like was really resistant to it, um, and then I started finding some stuff that was 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 good. Uh, I was like, "Oh, I didn't realize there was actually like good stuff on here." <laughs> um, and yeah, it's really like the best stuff on TikTok. I feel is like is like the comedy, the com- the, the funny For stuff, sure, um, or like the situational, like the things where like somebody just like like acts out a scenario that people don't normally talk about but we all understand whether it's like a corporate thing or a social thing (laughs) or whatever like uh, or like a trope in movies or shows like that's really funny so i kind of started 
Well, what I would do at first is like I just had a TikTok and like st- like Instagram music videos where I would make like those kind of collage videos of me singing multiple parts or whatever. I would post those to TikTok just to see, and they get like a couple hundred views or whatever. <laughs> you know, basically nothing. And um, this one day, I uh, I had wanted to post. I think I had reached out to you about like how to use the app. I, it's it's actually like kind of a tricky app to learn how to use. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's kind of like anybody who like it's almost like on your way to using like a DAW like, or a video editor. Like it's almost like yeah. a mini, you know. So it is. so I had had this idea of like making like a point of view of like a sound guy, like because like like the grumpy. Oh yeah, sound you guy. told like, me about this. Sound yeah. guys are always kind of like. Sometimes sound, or I don't want to say always, but like we've all like encountered the kind of like grumpy sound guy who just like cannot believe that a band showed up to play at the venue. And it's like, <laughs> you know, they're like, but they're also just like sick of like, you know, uh, uh, you know, greasy, goofy musicians like me. So like, whatever, they're, they're over it. Um, and I thought about doing it. And then I forget, like, you know, it's just like a POV thing, like barely saying anything, just like, you know um trying to like kind of hit that like okay maybe i could like put out a video that would like be get picked up and i could kind of yeah but then i'm i went to like snapchat my girlfriend one day and that filter came up that i used for what is now my character clint from <laughs> it and it was just like transition sunglasses and like big cheeks <laughs> it's really weird but i was like and you know i've worked in like corporate like technical corporate America my whole career that's like what I do outside of music and you know I despite working in technology (laughs) I have to call the IT guy a lot because I'm kind of bad with technology um (laughs) and I was just like wow I kind of look like just your average like frumpy jaded IT guy like I should make with the filter with the filter yeah (laughs) it was like I just something about it looks like the IT guy I should make a video because everybody who works in corporate America no has been kind of sassed by their IT guy. Yeah, for you know? sure. Because they because probably rightfully so, <laughs> but it, it still happened. So, uh, and I had been that, and that's the thing is, on, I had been really into the corporate TikTok accounts. Like corporate Natalie is is a favorite creator of mine. Rod, um, there's like the corporate corporate mama or corporate millennial. But there's just like a lot of like corporate humor that. For it's sure. It's really related. And it's niche, like we were just talking. So I was like, all right, I'll try this IT guy thing. And I post it. And it started getting more views than the music ones. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> and then I like check back an hour later and it's got like 5,000. And I was like, oh, weird. <laughs> and then I like check back a little later and it's just like going up and going up. And I'm like kind of texting my friends and I'm like, look at this. Like, this is pretty bizarre. Like, <laughs> It's getting a lot of views, and and uh, my girlfriend's uh, sister actually, she had like made a couple TikTok videos that got like you know thirty thousand views or whatever. So she was like, "Oh yeah, sometimes they just like go viral." She's like, "Look in the morning; it'll probably it will have gone viral," and it did. Uh, it had gotten like a hundred thousand views, I think, overnight or something. And I didn't gain a ton of followers by that point, maybe like you know fifty, a hundred or something like that. But I was like, okay. Let's make another one. So I made another video in the character of this kind of grumpy, frumpy IT guy. And that one got a bunch of views. So I made another one the next day. And I just did it like five days in a row. And they all just, like, 
the comments were what told me that I had something. Because yeah. people were like, oh, yeah, Clint. Like, people, like, people were after, people watched two videos of a minute long, and they feel like they know this character. What yeah. was the first character uh, that you, or the first, not, the first character, the first, like, thing that you said is Clint. Like, what, what were the lines? Do you remember? Or what was the Oh, story? I remember. I remember. It was literally just, like, typing, and, like, the camera's here, and, like, you kind of look up because like somebody approached your desk, but like everybody knows you don't just go up to the IT guy's desk. Like you put in a ticket and have them help you with your issue that way. You don't go to their desk. So he's, he's like, can I help you? And then it's like, oh, email not working. Okay. Just made a ticket. You did? Okay. Did you turn it off and on again? Because they always ask, you know, you got to ask. And then... Can we and get, then, like, can we get the Clint? Can we get the Clint voice here? Yeah, I'll do it. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> just for the ticket, you did. Okay. Uh, you turn it off and on again. Yeah. Okay. Like, and, and then like, uh, and then it's like, okay, right, I will try a few things. I got another machine. To you know, like, kind of just like do this, like, just like kind of like trail it off, and then the video cuts off, whatever, and. Uh, and it's funny, like people always ask, like, is the voice a filter? Too? I thought you know, it the was. Voice is actually, I no, the voice was. is actually no, the voice is actually my voice. Uh, so, so yeah, I just kind of kept making videos. And again, like I'm not an IT guy, so I'm just like thinking of scenarios that I think I've heard them talk about or that I've been involved, with, and just like trying to act those out. But yeah, dude. So I'm just noticing I'm gaining a lot of followers. I am getting a lot of views. I'm getting a lot of comments of people saying, do one where Clint does this. Oh, you should do one where... Like, people are really connecting with this. <laughs> and and at first, I made an effort to like reply to every comment. And I remember that. Some were getting like, hundreds of that. comments, so that yeah. took a lot of time. Um, but here's, here's the real motivation, Max, is <laughs> I said to myself, like, if I could... If I just keep doing this every day... I will probably gain a lot of followers. And if I have a lot of followers, I can drive traffic to my band's Spotify. (laughs) Totally unrelated things. Like it's like, it's like a TikTok character and it's like corporate IT humor, which is so different from, from my funk pop band. Yeah. It's totally different, but there's bound to be some people who came for Clint and are interested in violent crime or whatever. So, so that was the motivation. Um, but then I actually ended up just like really having fun and like a couple other like technology related creators kind of like connected with me and we just kind of like became friends through TikTok. Like, um, three that I can call out are, are, um, uh, sys engineer, I have seen her um, comment. Yeah, she, yeah. She she's she comments a lot, and sometimes we you know we'd like do at each other every once in a while. Um, the cranky sis admin is a dude who who's more of like he's kind of more like your type of content where it's like educational, and he's not like a character. It's like, hey, like if you want to build this at home, like here's what you need. Like it's like very like it's it's kind of that stuff. And For he sure. does some like humor. He throws some humor in like the TikTok trends, you know, like the sounds and the trends and stuff. <laughs> you got to do those every once in a while. And then um, she networks um is another account she's she's a uh again sort of more of like the um like the educational content 
For sure. Um, so those three people I feel like I've kind of like connected with and more or less like made friends with. Um, and yeah, it's so fun. And like, you know, uh, I have merch and people buy the merch. I so, know. That was um, a huge... So wait, you got... Here's the crazy thing. Like, so you got... the merch for the camera. Oh, see in the cup. So it's it's got my it's got the face of Clint on it, and it says it's it's it says did you submit a ticket? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll show you here too in the computer. Ah, it's so sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got the Clint Clint headphones on too right now. Yeah, these are the ones I wear. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Like you had one. Uh, I remember the glasses came off, and I thought I was like, wait, were those real glasses? But you like took the filters glasses off. Yeah. And it it was crazy. I don't. I like blew my mind for a second. When you have that Snapchat filter up, and you tap the screen, the glasses go away. Oh. And when you tap the screen again, they come back. And that's the other thing that's kind of funny about this is it's not a TikTok filter. It's a Snapchat filter. Yeah. So I make all the videos at Snapchat, download them, and then post them to, to TikTok. <laughs> so a lot of people ask me, and I think about this a lot. What are you gonna do? if snapchat retires that filter yeah and it's like i don't know i've thought about doing kind of like like preparing a, a farewell video ahead of time that i'll release <laughs> if it goes away kind of like when like like i think like when uh like when the cuban missile crisis was happening when <laughs> Kennedy was president they had two speeches prepared based on the outcome like one was like if it was solved and one if like the the missiles went off yeah and it's like you kind of have to have it ready ahead of time so i'm like i think like, i gotta have my cuban missile crisis farewell speech <laughs> would you still do the voice without the filter um i don't think so i don't think i would continue doing the character i don't what think would, would you say what would you do on tiktok then i think it'd be over <gasps> no I, I, I mean i could potentially like email snapchat um that would there's also there's also like uh i don't know what i would do i would maybe try to find a different one but i feel like people i don't know that i mean i could try a few videos without it if that ever happened and people would if people kept watching it but the fun part about clint is it's not my face so like people don't know it's me or they you know it, it might take you a minute to find out it's me um there is a uh desktop um obs filter I think it's called. Yeah. That is, is like snap camera and it's like a desktop thing. Um, and uh, people have told me I should do, I should like Twitch stream using that. Yeah. Like play, like play games on Twitch and stream as Clint. I've just never mustered up the energy to do. I know it's the, it sucks. Cause like, I, I think it could actually be pretty big. And yeah. A lot of people would watch it. They would. Tw- Twitch can be lucrative, but dude, I have a job. I have a band. You have a lot like to handle. Friends, a girlfriend. It's like you, you hardly have time. <laughs> yeah, like you know the, you know, it's there's a little bit of residual income mm-hmm. from TikTok, which is cool because of you know I, I have a character like are you familiar with Cameo? Yeah, yeah. You did a couple cameos like, for I do. I do. I I've I've done. It's slowed down a lot, but the first couple of months. Uh, I did a lot of cameos. People would order a lot of cameos Whoa. for their for their coworkers, for their friends. Like a lot of it would be like coworkers, like uh, <laughs> like being like, yeah, this guy never 
submits tickets correctly, like scold him. Like it was, it was usually people having me like scold their coworkers, which is really funny. So. Wait, so that's the crazy thing. That's the, okay. So wait, two things. So mm-hmm. w- you've built a following of 50,000 people. I think you're at like 54,000 or something. It's like 48, yeah. 40, yeah, 48, yeah. which is like crazy. Cause I think you've had TikTok for like a shorter amount of time for me, but you've also got more views on this, like Clint, uh, on this Clint thing. So there's more people coming to, you have more traffic on it which yeah. is really cool. Um, so you have like a lot of people looking up to Clint, obviously they're <laughs> like looking forward to Clint and like, um, with that, I guess with that being said, what has been like your favorite Clint video that you've made or which one's been like the w- most like well received? There was one. So there's, well, I think the first video still has like the most views out of all of them, but I think like the, probably the best performing video, um, was, so there's like a, there's like a, uh, there was a an intern, Kyle, the intern. Oh yeah, I, I, you know, so I have like side characters that you never see, but I just like, <laughs> I, I have conversations with them, and I did one where the premise of the video was, like, Kyle like works in the help desk, and like some business user like was really rude to him on the phone, and just like was a total jerk to my intern, so I called up that user and basically like threatened him it was like if you ever speak to my intern that way like hi keith is this keith hi keith this is clint from it uh listen i heard we got him you know just like go through this thing like by the way we have the phone call recorded if you ever speak to my interns that way things will become very challenging for you do you understand just like just like go i just had clint go total mob boss and like this video did so well and max it's so silly because People are in the comments like, yeah, cheering me on. <laughs> they are cheering me on for for telling off a character that I made up. I, 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 <laughs> no man should have this kind of power. Like, I completely made this scenario and these characters up and people are cheering me on for it. It's so silly, but it's, it's, and I think what it is is that deep down it's actually like a little deeper is that everybody wishes that they had a boss that would stand up for them that way yeah and i think they saw clint do that and were like (laughs) oh cool like clint's a good boss like (laughs) because like at first he's kind of this like he's kind of jaded and like kind of like rude but like really deep down he probably cares um and yeah dude there's just like a number of people who really like who really connect with this goofy character but i think there's like a little more to it so and it's yeah it's that's so the best fu- one it's so funny because i think didn't you just make a video where it was like just you and you were like guys i totally forgot about kyle or is that a different character yeah no it was um it was uh keith, keith. that was the guy i forgot about so i basically made a video so i actually did like a season and i basically said it's the end of season one of clint talk here's here's a recap of the, of the clintiverse which is what I call it. That's also the name of my Discord. I don't know if you're in my Discord server. Yeah, I am. I'm in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we talked. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I basically like went through all the side characters and I was, and then I basically was like, hope I didn't miss anybody. And then one person commented, oh, you forgot about Keith. And I was like, (laughs) I can't believe I forgot about Keith. But so you say, you, you asked me this about like, what would I do if the filter went away? Like when I post videos of just my regular face. Yeah. Whether it's, talking about clint stuff or it's like posting music things or whatever they get significantly less yeah i know it's like it's not even close like 
there's like a whole tier of like the the worst performing Clint video is still better than the best performing music video. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I guess I would maybe keep posting on TikTok because it's just like another audience to reach. But yeah, if the filter went away, I think I think a lot of the the clout would go away. Yeah, so. you'd be bummed. And like you've started the whole Discord group over it. You've got people like buying Clint merch and like I think yeah. to a degree, there's probably people somewhere in there that like for their own emotional support for some reason look up to clint in a way like it gives them that like laughter it gives them a reason to like come to tiktok or um there's i'm sure there's like people that look up to that in a way um and what i guess what has it been like what happens when you like tell you sort of answered this earlier but not really like what happens when you tell other people that you're like doing this character or do you tell people that or like what how does that go in person no i generally don't bring it up um because it's it's there's a very polarized response some people think it's really cool and some people like can't even like digest it it's so cringy to them yeah (laughs) someone called uh, me someone like called me the other week to tell me that like some of my tiktoks are cringy i'm like that's the best stuff you can put on tiktok the cringiest stuff it is it it is the best (laughs) it's also weird for me because like i've heard of actually some people like who make tiktoks and like their company like kind of had an issue with it so i'm pretty sure my boss knows i've not talked to her about it directly but like she follows me on instagram so she probably knows Um, yeah but uh but uh i this is what it's like is usually what happens is like people will talk about it in front of me with people who don't know about it and then they'll be like wait what and it's like yeah i have this tiktok thing (laughs) that's how that's how people find out um the other thing is like this is the funniest thing. I don't know if I told you this, uh, but um, somebody from work sent me a message the other day, and was like, "Hey Jeff, like somebody that like I've met like a couple times, but like I don't know him that well. We don't work together. We work the same company. Like I like if I didn't eat lunch in the lunchroom, probably never would have met this guy. Just right. like met him, you know, kind of socially." Um, <laughs> and he sends me a message, and he's like, "Hey, uh, are you?" clint from it (laughs) and i was like he's like yeah i was like yeah i i am he's like oh my god he's like i've been watching your videos for like a month and i had no idea that it was you like i was just watching them uh he's like do people know like i won't tell anybody i was like it's fine like you know i don't really talk about it but like I think some people know just because, you know, if you follow me on, I share it on Instagram. So people, people will see it on Instagram. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I thought that was really funny. And a couple of other, other things like that have happened. Like my girlfriend's cousin, she worked in a, in a, um, like a testing lab in Nashville and like her coworkers would just watch Clint videos in the morning before work. And like one day she sent her cousin sent her one of the videos was like, Oh, watch this TikTok. And Becca had to be like, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> and like, dude. And it happened with, 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 with her coworkers, like her cowork. Cause like my girlfriend works in support at the company. She works in like tech support for the company she works for. So they kind of really relate to Clint. Yeah. So, so, so they're, they are like sharing it in their like company slack. Like, Oh, like watch this. And, and she's like, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> Which is so funny. Which is so funny. Um, well, the funny thing is, like, that that's a good testament to, like, the For You page is so good at being, like, 
this is for you. Like, this is the stuff that you'll like. Like, somehow it's so, like, good at that. Like, you'll be, like, in passing, talking about something so minuscule to a friend, and it still finds a way to be, like, look at this. Like, yeah. so it, it goes to show that it knows their IT. It's going to show them IT stuff, which is crazy that they landed on Clint still. It's, like... <laughs> Again, I think it's, like, it's IT, but I think it also reaches, like, the corporate humor. Yeah. Because, again, like, if you've worked in corporate, you've interfaced or interacted with the IT guy. Uh, and and I, I have to say, like, I, I always try to... I always felt kind of bad at first because I felt like I was... Ragging on an like, IT guy. M- mocking it, yeah. And I don't, like, I, like again anybody who, who who's worked in a corporate environment knows that like the it guys like they're holding it all together like they are very important and they have a very <laughs> difficult thankless job so i try to make that clear that i that's where i stand on it and it's just for fun yeah um and i'm and i'm i'm at peace with the fact because i have lots of it people comment and say like this is hilarious like you got it you did it just right so it's like okay uh, but it's funny because like i don't know what i don't know if the it guys at like my company have seen it <laughs> i don't know, I don't know. I, and then people at work who do know and, th- and like kind of follow it are like have you told uh the it guys i'm like no <laughs> like i'm not gonna <laughs> tell them like check this out like no like they can find it on their own if they think it's funny we'll talk about it you know whatever so oh my god that's so funny it's it's been like a whole thing clint's just been and you make how often like how, do you post a week did you say i think you said it earlier but how, you try to do like five a week or something like that i was doing like once or twice a day for a while mm-hmm. which i've definitely like it's i've burned out a little bit i've not been able to post that frequently and I've definitely noticed like my my engagement has has dropped quite a bit and it's because I'm posting less. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm kind of I'm between seasons right now, so I'm telling myself <laughs> once I get back to posting, I've posted a couple videos saying like, "Hey, I'm kind of taking a little break, like I'll be back soon." And everyone's yeah. like, "Yeah, we're here for it. Like, we're here." <laughs> People just yeah. So, um I'm hoping the engagement comes back. I there was part of me that really wanted to just like keep going all in um because i had a couple like i had a couple like inbound like uh influencer like inquiries like from from Wait, it you like, told companies. me that yeah, yeah so so i'm like kind of working on those a little bit Sweet. um and uh and i want that to kind of keep happening too so i feel like and you know i would feel bad if i just stopped doing this and i like sold people all this merch yeah and it's like oh it only it only lasted for like two i feel like you know i should keep it going for to to kind of um you know for those people who like kind of showed their support to me like i should keep doing it so um but yeah i'm taking a little break just because it, it can be it can be you know keeping up with tiktok I mean, you know man like it's a lot it, it's, i have to it's take a lot of work too yeah. yeah it's a lot people look forward to it like especially when you have a following like that you get people that are like they'll go on your old videos and be like where, where are you at like where have you been like people wonder but at the end of the day like i guess what is i guess like at the end of the day it's like you have to take a break for your own headspace to come up with new stuff. Um, but I guess also another thing I was going to ask is like, I guess, is there, I guess to leave them off, is there like, do you have a preview of what's going to come on season two of Clint? Do you have any, do you not uh, know? I have some ideas. Um, there's one. The So the theme of the videos is like, there's kind of three different Clint videos. There's like the narrative of like, 
things that like character development things yeah. i have those kinds of videos and then i have just like funny like things that happen yeah and then i have like the tiktok trends so you know the funny things and the tiktok trends are going to be kind of the same but the narrative is going to kind of continue so i have some <laughs> ideas but uh i won't i won't give it away <laughs> do you do you script these out or do you just like say them on the spot i usually just come up with an idea um but i'm not reading from a script i come up with a general idea and then I, it usually takes like four or five takes because I want it to be like natural and conversational. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. So. That's sick. Yeah. Is there anything else about Clint before we wrap it up that you want to bring up or? I, I think the weirdest thing about having a big TikTok following and you, you might have, I don't know if you've experienced this. I've, I've heard other people who kind of amassed like a lot of followers uh, say this but like people will just use your dms as a place to save videos they like so pe- and or maybe they're just sending me videos they want me to watch but i have just tons of dms of people just forwarding me random tiktoks same same yeah i don't same. know why they do that i don't are, do they want me to watch those videos or are they just they just saving it in my dms so they can go back and watch it later i don't know but I, that's a thing i have this kid that's like sending me all these like kitchen tiktoks and i'm like and then, like, there's, like, another one that he always sends me these, like, prank TikToks that are, like, just people being blatantly offensive to other people that I'm, like, I'll, I literally messaged him back last week. I was, like, dude, that's just really offensive. Like, that sucks. That person did that. And then, like, I had another person send me, like, EMT TikTok videos or something. And I'm, like, why am I so getting random. these in my inbox? I have no idea why. Um, I have no idea why people do that. But I, I, I did... Uh, <laughs> I did hear, I think I was watching another creator just like on a live stream once and she said something like, yeah, the one thing you don't know about like getting a bunch of followers on TikToks, people just send you DMs of other TikToks. <laughs> like, it's really weird. So that's the one, that's the one funny thing. Um, I do answer DMs. I do appreciate, you know, I think that's one thing is like, oh, like I follow this person with a lot of followers. Like they're probably not gonna read my DM. Like, no, like you see them. Um, and it does when people say nice things it really it really touches you and it's nice so i I do appreciate sometimes i'll get emails just saying like hey like your videos thanks for you know that makes you happy so yeah for sure it's rewarding it makes you feel good about what you're doing you're doing the right thing (laughs) totally um yeah is there any like i guess where so you're at you're at on tiktok is not clint give them your give them your socials give them like your tiktok your instagram where can they find you what do you want them to check out all that kind of jazz yeah, so um, so the band Violet Crime is at Violet Crime underscore IL, mm-hmm. um, and then Instagram and TikTok are both at my name's Jeff or my name's underscore Jeff, and it's M N A M E S underscore J E F F, and that is yes from Twenty Two Jump Street when Channing Tatum goes. My name's Jeff. Like in that one scene. <laughs> um, that, that is my Instagram and TikTok handle. And I figured I would not change it. Once I got a bunch of followers on TikTok, that was the handle. So I was like, yeah. I shouldn't change it now because no. people might, you know. So it's that's still it. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, it was it was great chatting with you. I'm glad we finally we finally did this. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, for everybody listening, definitely, definitely let's be friends on Instagram and TikTok. And yeah yeah dude it's great having you on i'm glad we like i said finally did this and it just feels good to sit down chat and kind of i guess a little bit of catching up too yeah Um, just kind of like personally like we haven't we haven't chatted in a while so that was yeah (laughs) it's been a minute um i was i think i was like i was originally gonna come hang with you guys 
when you guys were all recording, but then Selena said that you guys were kind of all over the place. You guys weren't all together at once, and everything was all over. So I was like, ah, all good. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll catch up. We'll catch up soon. And hey, you know what? If you're not subscribed to this channel and you like this podcast channel, I hope you like it. Hit the subscribe button. If you don't like it, then don't subscribe. But if you like it, subscribe. Freaking follow Clint. Caress follow that Joe. subscribe button. Caress it. <laughs> Caress it. Hold your cursor over it. Don't yeah. don't press anything. <laughs> you can think about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for watching. For those of you that watch, and if you're new here, and if you're listening on Spotify, thanks for listening and hanging along. We appreciate it. And uh, stay tuned for episode... 12 i'll have uh, another creator on here or another uh i guess uh friend of mine that does something cool so stay tuned we'll talk to you guys in the next episode peace